Hi lovely and welcome to In The Weeds, a podcast all about my messy journey of running my online business all while living with chronic illness. I'm Rachel Shilcock, but you can call me Rachelly, and I've been running my business for almost 11 years now as a brand designer turned creative business mentor. This podcast is for you if you love a little bit of a behind the scenes look at how other creatives run their businesses, as I'll be talking about all things branding, business, chronic illness in business, strategy, and everything in between that weaves them all together. This isn't going to be a fancy podcast where I give you all the strategies to grow your own business, but instead it's a conversation and a chance to stop, listen, and reflect. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of In The Weeds. I'm going to be talking in this episode about my own beliefs around sharing with your chronically ill friends and how that's impacted me over the years and also how that's run into a chronic case of comparisonitis as well. I also want to talk about how this has impacted my work and my business over the years because so many of my friends over the years have said and incredibly kindly I might add about how they feel bad talking to me about their problems because And they said it in a much nicer way than this, but essentially that I have it in quotes so much worse than they do, or I have to deal with more than they do. But when they do this, I found that they're often minimizing their own pain and struggles or experiences as a result. So whenever those sorts of comments have been mentioned to me over the years, I've always replied with the following comment of it's all relative. The idea to me is that all of our experiences and struggles and highs and lows are all relative to what we've experienced and it doesn't mean that one person's stuff is more important than another. So yes, I might deal with daily chronic pain that never really goes away, but if you break your arm, it doesn't mean it's not a bad thing that's happened to you. It's all relative to the experiences we've gone through. And in fact, my own experiences with chronic pain aren't even the worst necessarily of what I've gone through. And so my own experiences are often relative to one another. So when it comes to these comments, I do my best to encourage the person to realise and recognise their own needs in the situation and to recognise their own importance of what has happened to them and realise that it doesn't mean it's less important because I deal with more on a daily basis than they do. And the reason I'm mentioning this at all is because I wanted to say this at the beginning of these podcast episodes so that you know never to compare yourself to me or the things that I talk about in this podcast. Remember, everything is relative. The experiences I talk about in these episodes are mine alone and I encourage you to meet me where you're at and as always take what you need and what resonates and leave what doesn't. My biz bestie Kim reminded me a few days ago that while she was listening to the intro episode of this podcast that she could see so much of her own journey in mine even though we don't have the same circumstances at all and that's all I could hope for with this podcast and for you listening. I just hope that you're able to take snippets of my own journey and experiences and see how they could apply to your own business or your journey but remember that at the end of the day it's all relative. So when it comes to business and these comments, I found that it always comes from a place of comparison as well, because these sort of comments have often come up there. I think it's so easy to compare ourselves to the pictures that we see online, because that's exactly what they are. Just a picture, a snippet of someone else's life that they've chosen to share at that moment in time. And sure, some people will share the good and the bad, and goodness knows that's been the case for me over the years. But it's not always the case for everyone else and even if it is, it's really easy to fall into a trap of comparing ourselves to others 
And it's a really dangerous habit to fall into because we often don't know the full circumstances of what's going on. We don't know that fuller picture of what is happening in that person's life. And it's very easy to start comparing ourselves to something that isn't actually real and is a story that we often make up in our heads. And for me, the worst of this happens when I'm at a low point in my own journey. So something feels like it's a sticking point for me at that moment in time, or I'm having a flare of the symptoms of one or more of my chronic illnesses. And it's so easy to hop on Instagram and see that this person, because we all have that person, right? The one that stretches our self-belief to the limits and who we compare ourselves to. That person has launched something new and we're struggling to get back on track with our own projects. But what I've learned is that this act of constantly comparing myself to others firstly does me no good at all, but secondly comes from a place where I'm lacking confidence in myself or a lack of self-trust or a bit of both. Confidence when you're chronically ill is another beast altogether. If there's one thing I know about confidence for myself, it's that the times that my confidence has been at its lowest have almost always coincided with some sort of chronic illness flare-up. The unexpected parts of chronic illness in business that can crop up include things like having to push back a project because a flare-up happens, or not completing a project in time and having to move a launch that you've publicly committed a date to with your audience or community. Maybe your carefully crafted plan for bringing a project to life falls apart because you had to move a few dates around. I know for me, I've often felt like a fraud or inauthentic for not sharing the ins and outs of my illness as I'm going through it. And I've also seen for myself and for my clients and community that quite often when we've got chronic illness, we can struggle to find a way to set up a business that works for us and our needs. And we don't build enough blank space and rest times in. And I could go on and on and on with all of the different things that can come up. But each of these events, like however many times they may happen, they can have a knock-on effect on your confidence. And I know that every single time that those things happen for me, my confidence just hit rock bottom every time. I would feel like a failure for never releasing projects when I said I would. I felt like people thought I was unreliable because I had to push dates for launches or projects back due to flare-ups. And I even started to resent my business, even though I was exactly where I dreamed of being a couple of years earlier, because I felt like I didn't have enough time to rest and recuperate and work on my favourite projects and ideas. But what all of that helped me realise is that when it comes to confidence when you're chronically ill, it can often come down to a lack of self-trust. Trusting in yourself when you're chronically ill is a whole other story. Because we can't rely on our bodies in the same way that able-bodied people can or those without chronic illnesses can. Because living with a chronic illness is living with unpredictability and not knowing, sometimes from one day to the next, how we are going to feel. And so it becomes incredibly hard to actually plan around that and to create goals and to follow through with projects because we don't know if we're going to be able to follow through with that commitment in the way that we know we want to show up for but isn't always possible. And there can be a whole mountain of shame and guilt and so much more to explore and examine and heal from with that. And believe me, I'm working through all of it still myself. But when you don't trust in yourself, that's where a disconnect starts to happen between what you're inherently worth and capable of no matter what and what we start to believe about ourselves. And I've been there so many times, even in the last year alone, where I've been struggling with a lack of confidence. I felt ashamed of my lack of progress, despite the fact that I'm exactly where I wanted to be a few years ago. And in fact, probably even a better place than I'd have imagined or hoped for a few years ago. 
I felt the prickly spikes of frustration at someone doing something I had been trying to build in what felt like a better way than I had, quicker than I had been able to do it as well. Feeling yet again like my illness has held me back and stopped me from doing so much of what I want to do in the timeframes that I've set for myself. But I was spending so much time believing yet again that I wasn't good enough and comparing myself to others that I didn't see how it was constantly chipping away at my self-trust. So when this happens, because it takes a lot of time to learn how to recognise it, for me, I know it's going to happen when I have to delay a project or when a chronic illness flare-up happens on an extreme level compared to the sort of daily flares I'm used to having. So when those sort of situations arise, I know that I need to think quite long and hard about what I'm absorbing, what is the content that I'm consuming and all of that sort of stuff. But the number one thing that I do to help me when I know I will get into that space is get clearer on my values and root myself back into them. Whenever I'm feeling wobbly, I root myself back into my values and I examine them. I ask myself if the values still feel aligned with who I am and what I value in life and what I'm working on and creating. And if they don't, then I wiggle them around and I mess with them until they feel right and they feel aligned. And if they already do, then I grab onto them and root myself so deeply in them as a reminder of what I hold dear and how that can act as a signpost in my life. For example, one of my biggest and truest values is courageous creativity. So if I'm ever feeling wobbly, I remind myself of my intentions for my work and the projects and ideas that I'm working on. And I root myself in the courage that I know that I have deep inside, even when it feels really hard to find. And I find that rooting into that value often then helps inspire and motivate me to lean back into what really matters and helps me to keep moving forward despite everything that might get in my way. Because at the end of the day, love, I don't think there's a magical answer for how to feel more confident whether you're chronically ill or not. But at the end of the day, remember your worth and do your best. That's all we can ask for and all we can give. And on those wobbly days where you feel like your confidence is shaky, remember that you can plant a seed today that will grow into a huge meadow of flowers over time. All it takes is one little moment of courage to realise your own worth and strength and then keep moving forward. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of In The Weeds. If you love this, you might also love my email letters to my community as well. And you can sign up at beyondink.co forward slash weeds. You can also check out any of this episode's show notes or grab the transcript at beyondink.co forward slash podcast. If you want to chat about this episode or connect any further, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachelie. And whatever you get up to, I hope you have a lovely week and I will see you next week for a new episode of In The Weeds.